we have seen inflation pushed to 6.8% in April, so it's up a little bit more. And what are we seeing on the election trail? Are we seeing all kinds of ideas to help control it in Ontario? No. No, we're actually not. We're not seeing really any ideas at all. We're seeing a lot of time spent on education, other maybe more simple items. Because nobody has a good answer, because it is a global phenomenon right now. So when we look at economics and we look at rising costs, we will look at the things that we spend on the most. Food, in some cases gas, certainly shelter. And when shelter is not affordable or when prices keep going up or costs keep going up, that eats into any other disposable income we may have pretty fast. So rent controls always come up as being, well, if if we had better rent controls, we do have rent control measures, but what if we what if we had better ones? Would that make a big difference? Joining us right now is someone who can shed some light on at least one side of this. Moshe Lander is a senior lecturer in economics at Concordia University. Moshe, thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Let's get your thoughts on the idea of rent control, something that is clung to in places that have rent control. How do you see rent control affecting things? It's one of those ideas that on paper sounds like it's the solution to the problem. And it's one of those things that when you put it into practice, it actually creates more problems than it solves. So it's one of those things that I would always argue against. But of course, uh, it's very difficult to try and make that argument politically when you're uh, career is on the line. Okay, so w- why do you think that happens? Sure. So it's really easy. If I, if I were running for election, I could get in front of an open mic and I could say, you know, are you worried about the cost of living? Are you worried that you can't afford a home? Are you worried that the housing market is accelerating beyond you? I'm here to save you. I'm going to offer you rent control. This will make things affordable for you. And of course, who's not going to applaud that? Even if you have your own home, even if you can afford your own home, you like the idea that, well, I can afford it, but maybe other people can't. So you can get behind that idea. But the problem is that when you put rent control in place, it's merely creating a shortage of housing. Then it's one of those ideas that if you talk about supply and demand, and you cap the price, you're capping the price below where supply would equal demand, and that's going to create then this shortage. The problem with the shortage is that at that point, you hand all the power to the landlord to decide who's going to get the rent-controlled home. And I can assure you, it's not going to be low-income people that rent control is meant to protect. And okay, I, we can we can certainly explore that, but help us get our heads around it because if we don't have rent controls, we always think, well, landlords are just going to jack up the price, and next thing you know, we're going to be paying Toronto rents or Vancouver rents in London, Ontario, and we don't want to. Sure. So in that case, what I would say is you can't charge Toronto rents if people don't want to pay Toronto rents, right? So at the end of the day, that's coming from the other side of supply and demand balancing, right? So if I set the price of a, uh, an apartment at $10,000 a month, nobody's going to want to pay that. And so I'm going to have to moderate my demands. 9000 anybody interested? 8000 6000 2000 At some point, somebody comes along and says, I'm on board with that. Well, that's what the market says it's worth then. And so you're going to find that all of these apartments are rented out at the price that the market says. 
if the issue is that $2,000 is just not something that people want to pay or should have to pay, then the issue is municipalities need to look at how do they loosen up zoning laws so that it encourages home builders to provide supply. And that's supply. That's That will come up later as we have a conversation about real estate. And that supply issue is changing across the country. It's changing in Ontario finally, but it needs to change even more. We're talking with Moshe Lander, senior lecturer in economics at Concordia University, as we look at rent control that Moshe has pointed out is not necessarily the solution that you might think it would be. It, Sure, it would keep rents low, but what does it mean for supply? What does it mean about what the market will bear? When we look at one of the issues that we see, Moshe, which is big corporations coming in, buying up apartments, turning them into high-end condos, or rents being raised if somebody moves out, and next thing you know, it, it's it's way up, and we've seen people able to move in. Are we seeing a great divide, though? I mean, we keep talking about the disappearance of the middle class in economic discussions. What about that, and, and how do we deal with a thing like that? It, yeah, it's, it's entirely possible that people are being priced out of the market. Uh, what I would say, then, is that, in part, it's probably the flawed messaging that we received from our parents, right? Uh, you know, a house is the best thing, investment you can ever make, and being a homeowner is the greatest thing you can ever do. And within Canadian society, that's the message that a lot of us have drilled into our head. You take a look at Europe. Europe has much higher uh, rental relative to ownership in, in terms of homes. And so once you start encouraging people to own their own home, there's nothing wrong with that, of course. But now all of a sudden that starts to create that because my asset is my home, I'm going to do everything I can to protect it. And so it kind of cycles back to the idea that, hey, I'm a homeowner. I'm going to my city council and saying, I want the most restrictive zoning laws. I don't want any houses built because if you build those houses, it drives down the price of houses. And that's going to drive down the price of my biggest asset. So I don't want that to happen. But if you have a large pool of renters out there, that actually kind of keeps the market humming along where rents can't go too high because you have then a large pool of people who will jump in and say, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go to somebody else who's offering better rent. So it's part of the way that our society has created this idea that home ownership is the greatest thing that you can aspire to. We keep hearing that we have shortages in both homes and in rental properties. Are, are we just in a bit of a mess right now that we've got to spend some time waiting out? Yeah. Um, you know, housing is one of those very sort of cyclical industries that when housing prices rise really rapidly, that's the type of thing where home builders say, all right, I can build a home for a fraction of what it would sell for. That's a huge profit opportunity for me. And so what they want to do is get shovels in the ground and start building housing. If you have those restrictive zoning laws, though, they're being constrained in their ability to do so. The catch with rent control to kind of loop it back is that if you now tell them that, hey, you can build that home, but you're going to be capped at what you can rent it out for, all of a sudden they say, I don't want to put the shovel in the ground even, let alone renting it out, right? And so that's the type of thing then that can actually create that own goal that you end up with these major housing shortages being exacerbated, not solved. Moshe, you always give us such interesting things to consider and look into. Thanks so much for the discussion today. Anytime. That is Moshe Lander.
senior lecturer in economics at Concordia University. And while we were talking with Moshe, I got a note from Anthony, and Anthony says, there are not many things I hear economists agree on. The detrimental effect of rent control is one thing almost all economists agree on. I'm always reminded of this quote from an economist in Sweden after seeing the devastating effects of rent control in Sweden. It says, quote, in many cases, rent control appears to be the most efficient technique presently known to destroy a city except for bombing. That is from Asar Lindbeck, if you want to look him up.